Shomalechem Ravotai, Mishnah Yomi is continuing today in the third chapter of Chala. We're going to learn seven and eight. So Mishnah Zayin, Ose Isa Minachitin Umin Ha'orez. Someone is making a dough out of chitin, wheat, and from orez, rice. He's grinding up rice into flour and mixing that in with the wheat, and then he's going to make a dough and bake a bread. Im yesh Tom Dagan, if it has in it the taste of the wheat, chayevet bechala. He has to take chala out of this wheat rice dough. The yotze ba'adam yidei chovato pesach, and you can be yotze by eating a matzah made out of this wheat rice combination on pesach. The main ba'tam Dagan, but if it does not have the taste of the grain, you can't taste the wheat in there. Mostly you're tasting rice apparently. Eina chayevet bechala. You don't have to take chala. And a person who eats a matzah made out of this is not yotze on Pesach. Now that's the Mishnah, Rabbi but there's actually a lot to unpack here. If you happen to have your Shulchan or Chaim in front of you, please turn to 453, uh, Simon 2. So there's a discussion in the post scheme if somebody is Lamaisa using such a matzah on Pesach, if it's made of wheat and rice together. And one of the key uh, discussions in the post game is, well, what if you're eating a matzah made out of this, and the matzah you're eating is a kezayit, we know kezayis is the shear of achila, but in that kezayis of matzah, or maybe it's one and a half or two, but there isn't a kezayis of actual wheat. Maybe it's, maybe it's half rice or it's majority rice, and it might have the taste of the wheat, but maybe the majority is rice. Is that good enough, or do you really need a kezayis of wheat in the matzah you're eating made out of this hybrid matzah-rice mixture? So it's a big discussion in the post game. The Beit Yosef brings a rashbah that it's dafka rice, that the Mishnah here uses rice and not something else because rice is very bland, and it'll absorb a taste from the wheat, and therefore, basically, the rice is halachically turning into wheat by absorbing the taste of wheat, and then maybe it would work even without a kezayis of wheat in that piece of matzah he's eating. A lot of post games say, no, you really need a kezayis of wheat itself in that matzah. This is very good culinary advice, you know, that from the Rashba that rice is so bland because, of course, you can use rice with it with anything. It goes great with anything. So that's straight from out of the Rashba to your kitchen. The Gra has a whole discussion here. The Mishnah Brewer says something really, really interesting. We know there's a discussion in the Gemara in Pesachim, I think it's Lamed Hay, Rebosai, uh, that your Yotze Matzah with things that ferment, grains that ferment can become Chametz, so they too can become Matzah. So the Gemara teaches this excludes rice because rice doesn't ferment. Now rice, if you leave it out, it does spoil and get kind of weird, but it doesn't ferment in the typical way grains do. The Mishnah Brewer says something absolutely wild and maybe there's some food chemists who can check this out. He says that when you mix the rice and the wheat together, that the rice gets the nature of the wheat fermenting and the rice itself will come to ferment because it's combined with the fermenting wheat. It, it, it's someone's gotta do the experiment and check it out. It's a really, it's an amazing Mishnah Bura. It's an amazing Sugya in Or Chaim 553 about matzah made of wheat and rice. Wonderful. Let's move on to Mishnah Ches. Hanotel Seor, Someone takes out se'or, this is sourdough, me'isa shalo hormechalata, from a dough that you've not yet separated challah from. So he's got a dough sitting there on the counter, 
and it's fermenting and it's you know it's sourdough it basically it has an active uh, alive starter yeast is fermenting the dough right now so he takes this piece of starter of sourdough he puts it into another dough that he's already separated the challah so now he has a potential major problem here because he has something that's tevil legabe the challah you know with respect to taking challah that first dough that he's using as a starter, he's got his sourdough, it, he ha, it's tevel. He hasn't separated the challah. And now he's mixed that with another dough that he already did challah. And the tevel is not, the the sourdough, which is tevel, is not batal, it's min bimino, so it's not batal. So the Mishnah says, Im makam achar. If he has parnasa, now that usually means a, a paycheck, a livelihood. Here it could mean maybe he has another dough that needs to be separated, separated challah from, or he has flour and water, he can make the dough bigger. So he has that available. Motzi lefi cheshbon. So he could take challah from this new dough, or this new flour and water he's adding in, and include the challah from the sourdough part that needs to have challah separated from. But if he doesn't have more flour, more dough, he would have to take challah from this new dough, even though he already took challah once before, before he mixed in the sourdough that was tevel that hadn't separated the challah. Rebuse, it's amazing. It, this, these Mishnayot we're learning are for Erev Yom Kippur. And one of the ways that Chazal described the Yetzir Hara is Seor Sheba'isa is the little tiny bit of sourdough that's fermenting and acting on the on the dough itself, on the larger dough itself, meaning that the Yetzir Hara is tiny. It's not, it's not who we are. We are not the Yetzir Hara. It's Ke'ilu. Ke'ilu, it's an outside force, an outside inclination that's acting on the, the dough itself. So this, this approach, at the risk of sounding too, too Hasidisha, this approach has two major implications. The first is that the Yetzirah is not who you are. You may be a person who made mistakes and did something bad. That doesn't make you a bad person. You, you are, are intrinsically holy and valuable and beautiful in the eyes of Hashem. It's, but this sour, this sourdough from the outside, this Yetzirah is acting on you. The other thing is, you know, kind of the contrapositive point here is that even if you are pure and holy and doing what you need to do, even a little bit of outside influence, even a little bit of Yetzir Hara creeping in can cause a lot of change in a person. So a person has to be very careful and very aware and really be dovic, really be, be sticking, sticking uh, to, the, to their learning and their davening and Torah and mitzvot. That's, that's all we have and all of us all of you uh, should be sealed into the book of life. Ad me'es v'imshana, healthy and happy and osek in Torah. Zagizunt.